Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Welcome into a safely quarantined episode of the Just Press Play podcast. We have the crew back together. The gang is here. Well, we're all in different rooms. We normally are, but yeah, for but sure we are now. We're the safest podcast during coronavirus right now. I'm Everybody you, else gets a studio? No. We've we're been practicing this apart. quarantine thing since we started, so yeah, we're dude. good. Good to go. <laughs> we have the guys back together. LJ and Pops are here with me with another fresh episode for you. We can, it's a little, there's some bummer stuff. And while we're going to talk about the sports world is stopped. So who knows what we're going to talk about. There could be some, some interesting things come out of this one and we're going to get into it all. But first pops, we have some new friends that we need to tell the listeners about. Is that right? Oh yes, we have some new friends <laughs> and I am anxious to tell our, 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 our audience about our new friends. Well, okay. Tell us. Does that mean just go ahead, just get started. <laughs> just yeah, do just your go thing. Ahead. Well, do you know anything about home security, you guys? I, I mean, know I probably ought to have better home security. You probably I, should have good home. I know security. that I'm a home. I'm home a lot the, the next couple of weeks, so I probably am okay. To be <laughs> honest, you will be the home security at your house. You in pocket. Well, let me just tell you this: with home security, there's two ways you can go about protecting your home. There's the traditional way. Or okay. you wait weeks for a technician to do a messy oh, installation. Yeah. That sucks. Like and drinks. That, oh. And it costs a small fortune to do it that way. Yeah. Or there's the other way, the Simply Safe way. Oh. Simply Safe is everything you need in a home security system. It's award-winning protection. It's the two-time winner of CNET Editor's Choice Award. Two times? Two times. Two times. Two times. <laughs> not one time, not three times. Two times. Two times. <laughs> Simply Safe blankets your whole home in safety. You get comprehensive protection for your entire home. Outdoor cameras and doorbells alert you to anyone approaching your home. Entry, motion, and glass break sensors guard inside. You barely notice it's there, but what's truly remarkable is you can set up this system all by yourself. Hence, no expensive installation. How simply like, can you even be safe? I could set it up by myself? Kevin. I, well, I don't know if you could. LJ probably <laughs> yeah. could. Kevin, you're probably a little iffy. Wait, Kevin, Kevin, say Gregorian. Gregorian. Oh, he could do it. He could do it. Yep. Yes, I there's can, no you doubt. Say, if you could say Gregorian that well, you could do it. <laughs> oh, wait, next line. Kevin, anyone can do it. So, yeah. Whoa. <laughs> anyone can do it. It takes 30 minutes to an hour tops, and there's absolutely no trade-offs to your safety. You'll have an army of highly trained security experts ready to dispatch police to your home at a moment's notice. 
notice 24-7. And the good news, it's only 50 cents a day with no contract. What? 50 cents a day? That is just one of the reasons The Verge calls Simply Safe the best home security system. Well... So, you want to hear how you can get a Simply Safe? I mean, I'm, 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 you I'm got me ready right now. Yeah. <laughs> I got I my URL see, open. I can just see tell me what the type salivating is. over there. <laughs> well, if you will go to simplysafe.com slash team today and you'll get free shipping and a 60 day risk free trial. You've got nothing to lose. Go now and be sure you go to simplysafe.com slash team. That's simplysafe.com slash team. Well, you wow. know, I hear there's no I in team. There is an M and an E, though, (laughs) mofo. (laughs) And there is an I in home security, so you do this. (laughs) There we go. All right, full circle. Well, can I break in? Before you jump ahead, can I just say, can we get the listeners to, like, comment somewhere if they want to hear Pops read an audio book? Because I would love to have those dulcet tones read me to sleep at night. I'm just saying, that was what was up. (laughs) I mean, tell me what dulcet means. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to look it up, to be honest with you. I threw out a big okay. word. I mean, not a big word that I didn't know. But Well, I mean, it sounded see. like a good term, but I don't think it was good for my to describe my reading. <laughs> well, I heard, the, I, I heard the word dull in dulcet, so I kind of... Exactly. I, like I heard dull. So and it, it makes me like go to sleep. It's not a word. It looks like... <laughs> <laughs> it's not a word. Well, before this podcast gets completely off the rails, we're only a few <laughs> minutes into it. I do, I do, as a, dad was pretty awesome with that read. That read was on point. You would think, you would think this is like what he does, like he's a professional. Yeah. And maybe, he, maybe he's just a, a born natural. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> let's get on to, as we talked about off the top, uh, the coronavirus has now made its way to the U.S. and has rocked the sports world. Just uh and by now you know all this, but just to give a little rundown of what all's what all's happened in sports in the past week, the NBA suspended the regular season indefinitely. College basketball canceled the 2020 men's and women's tournament, along Oof. with all other winter season championship events. The Summer Olympic status for games are up in the air. MLB canceled the remainder of spring training and pushed back opening day at least two weeks. Looks like that's going to be more now. NHL has paused their season until it's quote appropriate and prudent to resume. PGA Tour canceled the Players' Championship and also all other tournaments up to and including the Masters. College football. Many wow. teams have uh, already canceled spring football games and some of the big ones, including Michigan, Notre Dame, and Ohio State. XFL suspended play. Soccer, including MLS, the Champions, Premier, and Europa. 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 The Europa League <laughs> have all suspended. Horse racing. They've all canceled. I think over the weekend, Oakland and over in Hot Springs was running with no fans. But I think now they've canceled horse racing. Oakland's completely shut down the whole casino. I and they shut the casino right down now, today. Yep. Yeah, and as of right now, the 146th Kentucky Derby is still scheduled to run. But organizers say they're monitoring things closely. So basically, in jest, sports are done for a while. Yeah, And just no recently, I think uh, Sunday night, the CDC put out some new recommendations saying that they th- they are advising no gatherings of 50, 50 or more people for at least the next eight weeks. That would put us to about the May 10th mm. area. So that's, that's a while. And then I saw another thing. I think the uh, Trump administration put out that they are urging people not to have gatherings of more than 10 people right now. So, wow. Yeah, wow. I can tell you. Um, you guys know what I do for a living. Uh, the audience probably does too, but if they don't, I sound design for theater. 
And uh, I opened in the last seven weeks, six shows, which most people, most sound designers, I think, open something like 14 shows a year. I put in six in a month and a half. And uh, and now they're all suspended or canceled. Every single one of them. Um, it, like every entertainment industry has just been ravaged by um, the the coronavirus. And uh, yeah, it's just wild. It's it's crazy how much free time I have now for one, but um, I want to get into a few of the other details, but first just, it's crazy. The, the timeline of, of some of this and like literally what's a week ago, I was texting dad about, all right, you're coming down. We're going to do this Calcutta. We're going to bet on teams. What teams do you like? Oh, it looks like maybe like we were thinking a week ago. Wow. This is wild. There could be games with no fans. Yeah. And now yeah. a week later, nothing for the foreseeable future. I, Pops, I, in my lifetime, there's I've never seen anything even remotely close to this. Is this as unprecedented as it feels? I mean, this seems insane to me. It's right, the right thing. It just seems I mean, wild. I, I think that is the word, unprecedented. I've never seen anything like this. I will tell you what kind of freaks me out about this. I've, I've had my doubts. I remember somebody said they thought it was a terrorist act initially, and I don't know if it is or isn't, but wow, is it not given a playbook to a potential terrorist? Uh, look what it's doing to the economy. I mean, look what it's doing to LJ, to your work. I mean, think about Kelly and the restaurant business. Um, Kevin's probably pretty secure in the news business because we're all depending on <laughs> yeah. him to tell us all what the hell's going on. All of a sudden, I just got on. a little more important. You just got a little more important, um, you know, in what I do and convenience yeah, you stores. you negotiating any contracts coming up? Because, you um, know. <laughs> it's crazy. Unprecedented. Uh, well, I know is, gas is, prices is, have dropped dramatically, right? Like, gr- insanely. Yeah. Today, as a matter of fact, even the futures market went down double digits again, like over 10 cents a gallon. To see moves like that in a day are, I mean, I I could probably count them on two hands in my whole life. And that that includes, you know, 9-11 when all that happened. So so two hands, 10 times maybe in my whole life in in the fuel business have I seen moves like this uh, consistently. I think retails have gone somewhere from... 239, 249 to we have a 149 out there wow. in Oklahoma like, City. 149. Well, if you're a in Oklahoma City, congratulations. But yeah. wow, well, also, you probably insane. shouldn't be leaving the house. But yeah, I agree. <laughs> well, and that's that's what's happening. You know, is the demand. There's no demand. No, you know, nobody's well, going anywhere. Not travel, so. especially not traveling because it's you don't want to go contract it and then come back home. So yeah. what, we're we're about to hit everybody's spring break is basically today, right? So mm-hmm. this is the travel season. Prices should be way up actually right now, and they yeah. are way way down on not just gas. I know we we that's where our context is, but it's on everything. I mean, mm-hmm. it's crazy. So do you guys want to talk a little bit just about like about the virus and kind of what your thoughts are? Do you want to kind of touch on the sports stuff and just like just the the what what are you doing to first? I want to mention. Did you guys see there's an article in the USA Today by Steve Berkowitz? USA, the, the NCAA saw this coming. Did you guys see this? No. What? So the NCAA saw this coming 15 years ago. Maybe not a global pandemic. Well, they are pandemic. college educated. Well, they didn't <laughs> quite see a global pandemic, but what they, they did have the foresight to begin planning for an unknown catastrophic event that would threaten its biggest and most lucrative event, which is the NCAA tournament. Yeah. By 2014, the NCAA had saved, they started this in 2004, and by 2014, the NCAA had saved up nearly $400 million as a hedge against any massive loss. Wow. But then, in 2014, they decided to distribute the money to the schools and help with increasing cost and spent all the money, 
and they also used 208 million of that on of that money on settlements. So now they saved all this money up for a rainy day, and now they don't have it anymore because they thought, well, I guess there isn't going to be anything that's going to threaten the NCAA tournament. So the headline looks like, oh, the NCAA is stupid again. But, I mean, they did give it back to the school, so it's not like they spent it on Yeah, but they didn't give it to the damn players. Anyway, sorry. (laughs) But so, uh, Dad, you kind of brought this up just talking about things, entertainment that's not happening anymore. But you mentioned this on the phone and just how this – the economy is going to take a big hit from all this. But just looking at – how much money does the turn the tournament make for the NCAA? So the NCAA had 1.12 billion dollars in revenue for the fiscal year ending in August 2019. And according to its recently released audited financial statement, of that 804 million came from the CBS and Turner deal that is part of the NCAA tournament with another 170 million attributed to the quote championship and NIT tournaments. So a huge huge portion of the NCAA's money comes from what we're not going to get to see. And as much as it stinks not getting to fill out a bracket and get all excited for this, that is so much money that's just gone. I mean, it's, they're not remaking this tournament up from, I mean, it, maybe something changes, but I don't know how you can remake. There's so well, much logistics. And think that. about what is scary is think of the concessions at the venues. Think of the concession workers. Thinking of the cleanup crew. Think of yeah. the people that put the floors down and, I mean, yeah. those people aren't like LJ sitting at home now for a while. I mean, rent still due, electric bills still coming. Yep. Um, I, this is a scary time, quite frankly. I mean, I don't want to panic. I'm not panicked, but I'm just it's it's a time to kind of hold your money tight. Don't go spend it friv friv. This is a word I have a hard time with. Frivolously. Frivolously. Yeah, I have to really yeah, think about it. it. Um, well, while you're on that, can I uh, throw a little PSA out there um, that uh, there if, if you've got some means that you're willing to share with the world in this in this trying time, uh, definitely go and give some money to like a food bank or something like that. There are definitely programs that need support right now and people that need you as badly as possible. I'll also selfishly throw out there that I did find there's this uh, uh, Chicago Artists Fund. Um, that you can also donate to. I bet your local city also has something similar. There are artists right now who are, they've lost everything. Um, similarly, I saw, uh, I think it was Jordan Owens tweeted about how sad it was that all of these college basketball players just played their last game without even knowing it. Um, there are probably some yeah. way you can give back to these athletes that literally will never do what they love again. Um, but but first, go to a food bank somewhere. Um, find, you know, maybe Salvation Army, somebody that needs your money if you've got some means to give to it. Uh, the world could use a lot of sharing right now. So those that have, try to try to share, you know. Well, but. and I do, on the heels of you bringing that up, I was going to see if I could find the original tweet. But my man, someone I really like, I, re- I like his books. I like him on Twitter, Shay Serrano. He work, he's a writer for The Ringer and wrote yeah. written multiple books. And uh he did this thing, I think it was like on Friday or Thursday, where he just started. The, he said, "All right, let's start a kindness thread. If you got it, let's let's give it." And it was basically if you're, because he said he's worked hourly for a long time when he, before he kind of got it, kind of blew up with his writing, and he worked hourly and lived check to check, and he knows how a, a, just one paycheck or one month without a paycheck, if you don't get a paycheck for the entire month, how much that yeah. affects your life. So he was like, "If you got a bill you need help with, throw your Venmo down here and." Someone will help you out. And it was so freaking wow. cool. Like, not only did he put out a lot of money to people, but then other people in the comments. So, like, if you had the means, someone said, I need help with this phone bill. It's coming. People would just jump in and say, I got you. And then Damn. they would put us. It was, it was so cool to see. 
not only it's awesome. Chase Serrano's been really cool about this. He tries to give back all the time, but yeah, it just showed. We talk like a lot of times on the internet and on Twitter. You see the bad parts of America yeah. and of people, and that was just people jumping in like, "Hey, I got an extra two hundred fifty. I got an extra hundred, and just really trying to help. And it was so it was so cool. Well, you know, this and is so one of those things that. Um, that that maybe in a in a good will bring us together. I mean, a lot of times this yeah. is when this is when we pull together as a people when 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 we each need the help and and look after each other. So. So maybe, I mean, hell, we're not going to be watching sports and all that. We're going to be playing cards with our family and reading and yeah. uh, catching up on movies and things like that, but well, visiting with the family. And I'll say, so. in two years, the Oscar-winning movie is going to be a hell of a competition because there are so many geniuses sitting at home bored right now. I mean, just yeah. all over the world. <laughs> Think of the Italian scriptwriter that's just sitting there, you know, with nothing to do. We're going to have some great stuff to deal hmm. with from from this uh, this ridiculous you know i always knew that sports were obviously a big part of my life i know i watch a lot of sports but you don't realize it until like nothing's on yeah. like i woke up the other day and was like what do i, I don't what do i do today on. like i don't I, <laughs> I honestly so i've watched like the game seven of the 2016 nba finals with the Cavs warriors i watched an old championship game between memphis and kansas that pops you were at in san antonio yeah. <laughs> like i've just i've been and so like watching shows i just it it's crazy and I did want to bring up, and this is kind of off the sports world, but let's really—I don't know—even if you don't have to be freaking out, if you want, if you think people are freaking out and you don't want to overreact, that's fine. But can we please practice the social distancing stuff? Yeah. I mean, yeah, you know, I, I understand. I, I, as much as anybody, I love you know going to the bar, going out, and hanging out with buddies. You can miss a Saturday, you can miss a Friday. Like let's let's take this serious because this we just don't know we don't there's well, so much we don't know about this i thing. saw this tweet i don't remember who sent it i'll have to look it up but somebody said something along the lines of if we overreact in 10 years we're going to look at it and say we we might have overreacted if we underreact we might not be able to look at it in 10 years so yeah. it's better to make that mistake if you have to pick well, one just, or the other just looking at other and by by all means i say go out there and find there's a bunch of really smart like much smarter people than us three Doing podcasts, writing articles that are re- like that are experts in this field. So please go look, go look them up. But you just look at how some of the other countries have dealt with this, where Italy kind of wasn't as prepared, and it ravaged. It's it's hitting them hard. Yeah. And then you see a country like South Korea, who were like rolled out a tons of tests and were ready, as ready as they could be, and it's it's less for them. And so I just think, well, and you know, just they take actually think serious. Just it's South just some Korea, joke. South Korea might not have any infections right now. Um, the first 30 cases they found, it was all taken care of. They had it totally contained. Patient 31 did not practice social dis- distancing. Yeah. And that's yeah. how. Because South patient Korea 31 got told they might should get a test. And they were like, okay, but they still went out with people. And it just, that's all it takes. Don't be go patient out with, 31. It, you don't have to be that crazy. <laughs> and and I think it really hits home for people, I, a lot of people my age, because what we read is, oh, it probably won't affect us. It really hurts the yeah. older population more. Which is true. It probably will not kill you, twenty-five-year-old, going to hang out with your buddies. It might, you might be sick for a couple of days. You might not even show any symptoms, but then you pass along to the net. You still carry it. Your grandparents, you know, like people you love dearly, are are the people that you're putting at risk. So yeah, I, it's just scary. And then what? When what really hit me was watching. So and we talked about this a little pre-recorded. Now we can get into it a little bit. But the the first people that got. In the NBA, what really kind of shut down the NBA and kind of started the domino effect that was the sports world shutting down was Rudy Gobert for the Utah Jazz. He 
made the joke kind of saying we don't need to freak out too much and he like touched all the mics oh and God. stuff at that press conference and as a, as things that didn't age well that has to be at the top of the list i get it that was like milk really really bad that was a bad look i do kind of want to say i i felt a little bad for gobert cuz one it seems like a joke that I might would have yeah. made. I wasn't even when I thought I was taking this serious. I wasn't taking it that serious. I right. could have made a joke like that, and who knows how it got it. It might not have been from that. He might have gotten it signed an autograph a week before, or yeah, because it takes two weeks sometimes to show symptoms for this thing. Right. And then, but what really scared me was him and Donovan Mitchell, who also Donovan Mitchell ended up catching it for the Utah Jazz. They both were ready to play that night. They both felt yeah. Fine. They felt good, right? Yeah, yeah. ready to go. Like and Donovan Mitchell actually on Monday spoke with Good Morning America. There was this weird report where there was some serious tension in the Utah Jazz locker room where Rudy Gobert what what we saw at that press conference where he touched all the mics was kind of how he was in the locker room. He was kind of how he was careless. living his life right then. Yeah, yeah, he was being a little careless and kind of joking around and trying. From all I can read, Gobert's kind of that guy. He's a lighthearted guy in the locker room. He always tries to make the joke and is fun and a good teammate. And sometimes there's just not room for the joke. And this is one of those times where it came back to bite him, literally. And <laughs> Donovan Mitchell said today, he's like, yes, there was. I was really upset with him. And I went back and saw what I said. And then I've seen what he said. And really, honestly, I'm glad it happened the way it did. If, if, if it's only me and Rudy in the locker room that got it. And we're both fine. We're doing okay. Yeah. The scary part, he said, was I feel 100% fine right now. But if I wasn't self-quarantining, I could be passing this to the entire NBA. Yeah. And that was why he urged the public, like, just take a couple weeks off. Like, it's not about you. It's about the world. It's it, yeah. it's about, like you said, El, it's about your grandparents. And there's a big difference between 60 and 75. That's the difference of seeing your grandkid graduate. So let, let's yeah. let's let's try to watch out for everybody. Let's just stay inside. It's not that hard. Yeah. yeah. LJ, Facts. did you have a conspiracy that okay. you wanted to? Yes, I did have a conspiracy. Do you guys, have you guys heard about the Morris twins and swapping places? Well, the basketball Morris twins, Marquise yeah. and Marquise. Yeah. Yeah. You remember they, dad at can they played at Kansas. They're in the NBA. Now they look exactly yeah. like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, some stretch yeah. forwards. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, um, I think they have like the same tattoos and everything. They look yeah, very so similar. In 2017, the Eastern conference semifinals, uh, Marquise Morris was, uh, was he? Uh, it's Wizards versus Celtics. I, I assume he was a wizard. I'm not a basketball person. I apologize. Um, but he sprained his ankle. Al Horford, I think, came down on it hard. It like turned 90 degrees. Like it was a bad sprain, right? Um, grade one sprains typically take two to four weeks to recover from to to get full mobility. Um, well, two days later on Tuesday, he played what might have been uh, the best game of his playoff career. And he got, uh, he, he got, he was six for 11, three for three free throws, 16 points. He had six rebound rebounds, three assists, which every single one of those stats is above his career average. Is it possible that when he sprained his ankle, his brother Marcus flew down and played the game for him? I, I can go further, but what do you guys think? Just straight off of that. What do you guys think? Well, it's easy to get lost in the NBA Reddit thread. There, you're. This has been brought up. <laughs> it's a wonder. Do they kind of swap? Because I'm telling you, if they're side by side and they kind of cut their beard the same, they look exact. Same well, all right. I got a question though. Beard, so. Was his okay. brother playing anywhere else? No, was he? That's a great question. He was. He usually. He, they didn't make the playoffs that year, and he has often come to his brother's games in the playoffs. He was not at that game, curiously enough. Curiously. <laughs> okay. Now, 
just to be just to make sure we're clear on this, the Celtics didn't end up winning the series, so this didn't end up winning. It wasn't it worthy, the <laughs> but, but still, I think it's very possible the Morris twins, and also if they did. I'm going to let them do it because I don't know if you've seen the Morris Twins. Those are two guys I don't want to mess with. If I'm in a dark alley, they I'm getting out of the way for them. So yeah. I, I'm not I'm not going to accuse them of too much to their face. Well, hmm. and Pops, can I also throw another thing out there? They have matching tattoos. Not like they have all of their body is covered in matching tattoos. So like they're clearly planning for this. Like they knew one day they would need it. Also, well, they've mentioned in podcasts and in interviews that they've done this before. Not necessarily for basketball, but no, just in general, they've done. They this. admitted they've done it for basketball. They said did they? they did it for a math test once, um, but they also have said when they played in AAU, they uh, one of them got a technical and one of them uh, hurt their knee, and so the other one they did a jersey swap, and then uh, the one that had a technical limped back on the court and just let him let it fly. So they've done this before <laughs> in basketball. <laughs> I think it's very possible. I think it's entirely possible. You would think the NBA would shut it down, but you you just don't think it would even happen. And all of a sudden, I don't know. The players. How can you ever? How can you prove it? You can't do a DNA test because their DNA is nearly identical. You can't do. uh, You can't just have one of them. I I I think I saw Bill Simmons wanted them to. I I got this from the Ringer, by the way. Just to be clear, cite my sources. Um, Bill Simmons wanted to have them like show a picture of the other twin holding a dated newspaper. But even then, you can't know which twin that was holding the newspaper. So it's there's no way to have solved it. Um, We'll never know for sure unless they admit to it, which they if they did it, they probably will never admit to it because I did look up what would happen if they did get caught doing this. And it's basically I mean, I can cite the. The Article 2 of the CBA, which leads to Section Article 5, Section B of the Uniform Player Contract, which gets all the way to the NBA Constitution. Essentially, if they get caught doing this, the NBA commissioner shall ban them from the league. Not may ban them from the league, but shall so ban them from the league. Wait, <laughs> wait until they retire and then be like, you remember that game? Yeah. You remember that? I guess Which, the only other thing is they're banned from the Hall of Fame if they do that, but they don't seem like Hall of Fame players to me. No, so. they won't be Hall of Famers, but... Um, but yeah, yeah, they could they could in theory wait until it's all said no, and done and then come out about it. But, but I, man. I like I like this one, El. You know I'm a conspiracy guy. And I've 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 dabbled in this one before and I like it. I think I think it's very possible. I it's mean, I I'm not a twin and I have not been really very close to any twins, but I would think if I was, I might be doing something like I'm that. I'm just saying I mean, if if Kevin and I were twins, and I rolled my ankle playing uh, an NBA basketball game. I'd probably text him, say like, "Hey, you still up for that thing?" Like I probably would. Yeah, I'd be like yeah, I'm on. I'm on the red eye to DC <laughs> right now. I'm, I'll be. I'll be there. I'd play. I mean, I, I would let that happen. I think <laughs> I, I cannot imagine them not doing that. Personally, I'm in. What I'm you, in on the conspiracy. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm in on it. I think. That, I think they did it, and I think they just. It's a secret that'll be within them. I, I think at Thanksgiving they make the joke while they're playing spades. They're like, "You remember that time that you played for me?" <laughs> oh man, the Morris household's loving that story. I bet. Um, hey, I've, did I've you, got an NBA idea, by the way. Can I share that ooh, while we're on I NBA? Love, is it is it a half baked idea, fully baked? Where, where are we sitting? Uh, three quarter baked. Um, I okay. mean, just tell me if you like this. So you know, the season is is at at best interrupted. At worst, over, right? I think possibly over. What about if in six weeks things are better and they come back and they do – how many teams are in the NBA? 32? 30. 30. 30. What if they do a single elimination NCAA-type tournament to crown the winner? 
I mean, that would be. I wouldn't hate that at all. I mean, seed them out just like they ended up in the in the shortened regular season. Well, I, I know it's single elimination, but it's just it would be. What, well, this 30? season's bunk anyway. Might as well have fun with it, right? Make it. Like, I'm saying have fun with it. Yeah, and it would be give them the the Kobe do you Bryant crown an actual champion or the do you Kobe Bryant like trophy. A, you know, it's not like the real the Naismith. It's the Kobe Bryant trophy or something. Maybe like do that. the Kobe. That's a good idea. The Kobe Bryant trophy. I love it. Can we talk to David Silver? David Silver. Adam, Adam Silver? Adam. Damn it. Who rest is David, David, David Stern? Ray, rest in peace to David Stern. <laughs> David Stern. But we're not going to get a, the, the, the single elimination NCAA tournament, you know? Yeah. So this would be... Let's all fill out brackets. A lot. So fun. what I think is more likely is come June or late May, they resume and they just like end the regular season where it's at. And so it's over. They see it from there. And they do playoffs starting right then, and then maybe like they shorten the first round to three games instead of seven. But what if? But what five. if one team is one game out of the seeding, you yeah. know, and they didn't get a chance? Well, to that make one a team run. could be the Pelicans. The Pelicans, I think, are like right on the edge of the eight seed for the. Well, I'm just saying, as Devils advocate, you buy, first off, that would be awesome, and that's why this little thing that Adam Silver's toying with about this midseason tournament sounds super interesting because it gives us. You can't tell me that the ratings wouldn't be through the roof for a single game elimination with NBA teams. It would be, yeah. it would be awesome. Oh, but I'd the devil's advocate is all of a sudden this, this, this virus or whatever now makes it to where a team like the Pelicans would never have this good of opportunity to actually win the championship. Like they would have a legit shot to win. Yeah, it all they would have a single game elimination, but you're not saying crown them the Larry O'Brien NBA champions. You're, you're crowning them. And we all know everyone will know. Oh yeah. That year, that year, the, Celtics won the Kobe Bryant award. That was that, that was that coronavirus year. That was that wild, crazy yeah. year. You're not giving yeah. them the, the LOB as, as the players call it. Uh, I, I'm intri- I'm intrigued. As they say, if you ever watched Highly Questionable, as Poppy did, Dan Lebitard's, uh, dad would go, intrigued, CC, very intrigued. <laughs> <laughs> Can I say, this I like would be it. the best sports season ever for what if questions. Like these what if questions, like, would have, say, the, I don't know, what's a college basketball team that, like, has done really well for themselves this year that's not normally in the tournament? So what's crazy, that, it's interesting you bring that up. Like, like a team like uh, Dayton. Dayton. Dayton is really good this year. Could be a legit one seed. I don't know if that'll ever happen again. Like, this is the, and they have a guy named Obi Toppin who's, who's going to go pro. They probably won't get this opportunity at Dayton ever again. Well, but it's it, like it's as over. as sports ish podcasters, like this will be such great because we'll be able to say like next year we'll be like, well, how would Dayton do in this tournament? Uh, last yeah. year's Dayton do in this tournament? Like we're going to be what ifing this year forever, forever, for forever. Long and if you're and if you're a date if you're a, a Dayton fan or alum or player. You can always fall back on, well, we would have won it all that year. Yeah, right, right. Everybody gets to claim the championship this year. That's for sure. What are, is I Dayton did see the a lot Flyers? Of people, I, yeah, the Flyers, yeah. The Flyers? I did okay. see a lot of people making jokes that, so when all this kind of started happening, uh, one of the first schools, and it, it's kind of very like uh, Duke to, to make themselves the first part of this story and really single themselves out. They came out and were like, we will not uh, be a part of the NCAA tournament. We but they may not have been invited. Duke would have been invited. Duke would have been invited. It's North Carolina. Who North Carolina might not have been invited. Okay, either. North Carolina. You're right. But you're right. everyone made the joke like, well, the one thing we got good out of this NCAA canceling the tournament is Duke was the first team eliminated from the NCAA tournament <laughs> because they eliminated themselves. So, so 
that that's was good. good. Well, that was actually my my first conspiracy theory about this was maybe Duke and North Carolina had created the coronavirus just <laughs> as a possibility. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, you're right though. This is the what if you're like Kentucky fans, be like you know we were just getting hot right yeah. at the right time. Yep. You know, all, yep. everybody can say that because yep. we'll never ever know. So. Yeah. We're going to talk, uh, we're going to touch on some of this NFL news, but coming up on the pod, we're going to talk about what we are doing without sports in our life. Maybe it's watching some old movies, watching some old sporting events, getting into music, learning a language. Who knows? We'll, we'll get to that in just a second, but let's touch on, uh, first, um, the NFL CBA passed over the weekend. On Sunday, the NFL players voted to approved a proposed new CBA with the owners, ensuring labor peace through at least 2030. The vote came in at 1,019 yeses to 959 noes, or 52 to 48%. A very, very, very close. Um, Let's see. The big things that came from this, the regular season will go from 16 to 17 games. Probably not this year. Probably after the coming season. The owners have a window between 2021 and 2023 to expand, which you would think they're probably going to do because it's the reason they put it on there to make more money. Yeah. Uh, the things they'll figure have to discuss is who gets extra home game and all, and, all, and is there going to be extra bye week? That's all things they'll figure out. But more than likely, there will be a 17th game added to the regular season. And the playoff field has been expanded by two teams starting this year. Yeah. Uh, the players, on the other hand, will be getting a. I believe I saw the the league revenue sharing. They'll get an increase, and it kind of depends on what to forty eight percent. Yeah, it, forty eight up to forty eight point eight. Yeah, yeah, it could be. And I know that only sounds like 08 percent, but this TV deal is going to be huge, and that's going to make a big deal. Well, and that's and the deal the, is their percentage point goes up with how big that deal is, and so you know if the deal is for you know seventy billion or whatever, then they get forty eight point five, and then one hundred twenty billion or something like that, and they get forty eight point yeah. eight. And so those numbers they like grow exponentially. They don't just grow by that one percentage point, but they grow by one percentage point of uh, a a bigger number. And so yeah. it's it's going to be huge what that difference and, makes. And then uh, the other one, of the other one big, and you might have some more notes from it too, L. Uh, the other thing I noticed that I think probably helped it pass. Was the league minimum raised by like what a hundred thousand? I think surprisingly, I, I don't have the percentage right on me, but there was like over sixty five percent of the NFL is on league minimum contracts. So that's Something like old, yeah, that's a big number of people who are gaining a hundred thousand dollars more per year on their contract. That's a big deal. Yeah, big uh, deal. I kind of thought there was a chance this wouldn't get passed, uh, and now it is. LJ, what were your, what was your thoughts? Kind of. Well, can I throw out one more thing uh, that yeah, yeah. that I think is probably the biggest reason that it got passed is there will be not one single player that will get a suspension for marijuana. Uh, there won't be a single that player was a big that's suspended one. for it. And yeah. so I think that's probably the biggest factor on it passing. But um, my thoughts on it, uh, which I think was what your question was, if I was uh, paying attention to myself well enough. Yeah. Um, my, my thoughts on it are that uh, I am hesitant about the more games because there's more time for injury. And I'm hesitant about the extra playoff team because I miss the two by teams um, in the playoffs. I think that's a really great concept in my opinion, but um, it will give a lot of younger players that barely, that maybe wouldn't have made the 50, 55 man roster uh, this last year, but now they're on the, you know, 62 man roster or whatever it's going to be. They'll have a chance to get into a game because you're going to want to sit your players just a little bit more in a 17 week season. So um, it's, it's good for the youngins that are trying to get in there. It's not as good for, you know, the 
the all-stars, the, you know, Aaron Rodgers and Russell Wilson. Well, it's, it's really not affecting them all that much, though. It's not affecting Well, they got to get out there one dogs. more week. They got to risk their ankles. They got to risk their true, shoulders. True, true. Yeah, okay. Yeah, true. You, you can't but, just but they are going to get Rogers like week 17. But they are going to get like, so Aaron, or Russell Wilson, who has 35 million, right? He'll get one seventeenth of 35 million, right? He gets another game check. He's not, he gets that extra pay just like the other. Well, right? there, that is interesting. Uh, so their contracts are lined up for 16 week contracts. And so you get paid based off right. of your contract. And then there is like a, uh, with this new CBA, there's a, there's a maximum and a minimum if you don't have something negotiated for your contract where it's like, the minimum you can get for that extra week is the league minimum and the maximum is a certain number. So they're actually going to lose money on that 17th check uh, mm. because they won't be getting what they signed for because the league doesn't want to be on the hook for um, paying, you know, one seventeenth more of their contract without negotiating that out. So if you sign a new contract today, then that's going to, well, no, one, whenever they decide to do the 17 league or 17 game season, then that will be accounted for and you'll get paid that extra bit. But as of right now, there is like a, a certain ceiling on how much you're allowed to get paid for the 17th game. Does that make sense? And uh, yeah. yeah. And as a fan, if you're wondering when this will happen, like, like as mentioned before, they, they have the window to make this happen between 21 and 23, but the owners are going to want, they're going to make this happen as soon as they possibly can. As soon as they can. Yeah. Because it's a, uh, it's an extra week of money. I mean, it's an extra, that, that's why they wanted this extra game. Not because yeah. they think it'll be the records will be more competitive or anything. They just want that extra week of money because it's going to be a lot. Yeah. Um, I, the other interesting thing, this is kind of getting in the weeds a little bit. They, I believe, put down the number of padded practices a team can have from 21 yeah. out of 16. And yeah. for the vets, that was that's just five more weeks. And it's interesting to me. I was uh, reading something about how how teams will decide to use this. So they've already they shortened it down recently. But like a team like the Eagles last year, they saved five padded practices for their bye week. At towards the, like in week whatever it was week twelve, hmm. so they could have like almost another little mini training camp during their bye week, and some teams don't use up their they use them up early so they can not use the pad of practices late in the year when guys are banged up and hurt because they don't. It's just interesting to see how teams yeah. use that different when to use it when not to use your pad of practice. Another, I saw the Patriots like to use them towards the end of the year because they can kind of relearn how to tackle because a lot of times defenses aren't it's not the scheme it's just guys are bad at tackling and it's because yeah. you hadn't done a pad of practice hadn't done in it. 18 8 8 weeks 10 weeks so dad did you have any big thoughts coming from the well i have CBA a question approval? and and i'm hoping maybe it sounds like you you guys have done a little more studying but uh you know obviously it barely passed but you're you're adding basically i think it was 90,000 but let's say 100,000 is the minimum salary goes up $100,000 a year my suspicion is, and I'm, I'm sure I'm right about this, there is a lot more people making the minimum than there are making millions yep. and millions of dollars. Yeah, and absolutely. their vote counts just as much as Russell Wilson's yeah. or Ben Roethlisberger's or Aaron Rodgers, yep. right? So yep. I, I think, I guess my question in this is, did we just see that the majority that are probably at or near the league minimum just outvoted the superstars? Is that what happened? I mean, it I suspect does, that's what happened. It seems I that way. I agree. I agree with you. I think that's exactly what happened. Um, I I know that the the superstars have been on Twitter in full force when the CBA was first uh, uh, not announced, uh, whatever, put, put to a vote when it was first given to the players. The superstars were on a campaign to get it not accepted. 
Um, and it still got accepted. And so, I mean, I think that's pretty clear who who won that vote. And it was, like you said, Dad, the majority, like Kevin mentioned earlier, something like two thirds of the players are on a minimum. So contract. it is the number is 65 percent of players in the NFL last year made the minimum salary. So that's 65 yeah. percent who are getting that increase. And if all all them voted, which obviously not all. Well, obviously they didn't because they would have won by 65%. Of, well, that's yeah. one of the things the Bronco players I just saw recently were uh, tweeting a lot. And it, probably every player that uh, cares a lot. But a lot of Broncos players were tweeting about how it's absurd that a lot of players just straight up didn't vote on the CBA, which is, I can't imagine why well, you wouldn't vote that, on it. We've seen that in presidential elections. Yeah. It, it happens. Yeah. I don't know why you don't vote on things that decide everything. I don't know. It's, well, it's well because what if the choices like last time were bad? I mean, you had Hillary Clinton or Donald Trump. I mean, that's you a hard vote. choice. You still pick some, you know, like, yeah. I understand. Well, but one thing you can't do is you can't complain about playing that, that extra game if you didn't that's vote. Right. That's yeah. right. That's right. That's right. That's and Sam Macho, who's a 10-year NFL veteran who's now a player rep, he, was a, he supported the deal because what he was saying was 65% of the players in the NFL last year made a minimum salary. And so when you're talking about a 20% increase, which is what that $100,000 is, a 20% increase effectively year over year in exchange for one extra game, if you're a guy on that minimum salary, that doesn't sound too bad. Sounds great. No. So I don't know about y'all, but 100000 still talks in my world. I mean, <laughs> no. you know. 100 still talks in my world. <laughs> it talks. 100 always talks in my world. My man. Uh, let's see. I was going to see if I could see how many people didn't vote because there was a number on how many guys didn't vote, but... There's a, there's a big number of players who did not vote in the CBA, and that's where you see guys like J.J. Uh, uh, Watt and Russell Wilson, Aaron Rodgers, some of the same guys that were kind of big names at the front of this, just saying, what, why aren't we voting? And a lot of people don't get educated enough. From what I was reading, I was reading and uh, former players talk about this, and just guys aren't as educated as they should have been beforehand, and so they don't feel like they know enough to really make a hard stance one way or the other. So they just decide not to vote. So get educated. And that's where they've gotten a lot better. They've gotten a lot better about this now where player reps do a good job of really trying to educate people and holding different things where you can come video conference with us, come to this and let, we'll talk about what's going on. Because before in the previous decades in all sports, not just NFL, the owners always crush the players because the owners, all 32 of them, they're making sure they know everything about this team yeah. CBA. They've got the 18 players lawyers like, reading each page. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And so the players have gotten a lot better, and the deals are better for the players. There are some concessions in this that are are good for the players. Yeah. But you just got to weigh it out. What what's what 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 do you want to do? And you can clearly the the democracy of how people. I saw. I think it was it was uh, Michael Thomas maybe tweeting that hey you got to. We we let the players vote, and the players that voted came out, and they vote. It got passed. That's the way it works. So yeah. whether you like it or not, it was democracy. You know, the guys yeah. got to vote for it. So That's right. I just non-voters drive me crazy. I I understand that, like like Dad pointed out, that not every time. In fact, most of the time, when there's a binary decision, you're not going to find that you love either of the decisions. You're not going to like the the light to be on or off. You want it to be dimmed a little bit. However, you got to make a decision and you know whether you want the room to be dark or light. So make a decision. Vote, guys. Come on. Like, that just that's sad. You got to come to the table if you want to eat. <laughs> well, speaking of NFL, there's also some huge news happening over the free agency period started on Monday. Now that they got this new CBA all approved and 
Mr. Bill O'Brien is in the news once again. <laughs> My man, the, the Houston worst GM ever. <laughs> the guy who is the GM and coach of the Houston Texans. I don't know how he still holds the title of GM. Oh, but my God. Houston Texans' decision to trade star wide receiver DeAndre Hopkins to the Arizona Cardinals for David Johnson and some picks has me um, scratching their head, I guess to say <laughs> nicely. Um, someone even put out, Jordan Heck from uh, Pro Football Focus put out on Twitter that even on Madden, if you try to offer this trade, it did not work. Madden declined the trade from the <laughs> Texans' perspective. And now Bill O'Brien has traded DeAndre Hopkins and Jadavion Clowney in the past calendar year and has not uh. gotten any first-round picks at all. Uh, we can go on some other big moves, but just that seems – David Johnson might still be good. LJ, you mentioned a conspiracy theory. I don't think this is yours, but you saw – is there a reason we're seeing a decline in David Johnson? Does it have something to do with what he's eating? Uh, yeah. Oh, sorry. I, I forgot it. <laughs> um, <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. No, I've heard that uh, allegedly the reason that he can't get over inju- injuries and he doesn't have as much speed or power as he used to is uh, he recently swapped to a vegan diet. And uh, allegedly the, the lack of animal meat has, uh, has stopped his ability to run the Too football Too many damn impossible burgers. So, he needs to yeah, get yeah. a real burger. Now, <laughs> I disagree with it. To be clear, I disagree with it wholeheartedly, but I think it's pretty <laughs> hilarious that uh, – because, I mean, and there is there is some possibility to that, right? Our diet decides kind of how our body works to some degree. So it is worth at least considering if you've had this drop-off after going vegan, you know, maybe have a cheeseburger every now and again. But uh, – but well, no, I don't, I don't think, think it's that's necessarily what's cheeseburgers that would do. I think the people advocate would say he needs more like good meat, like a grilled chicken or something. Not not like go get you a yeah, couple more Big right. Macs in Mc, you. McDoubles aren't what fuels uh, an athlete's body. I guess you're, <laughs> you're right about that. That's um, what fuels a sound designer's body. But <laughs> that was one of the big ones. Uh, Ryan Tannehill got paid. Did you guys see that? I did see he got, did paid. He get paid. Like twenty nine right. and a half see, million Tannehill, a year. So the Titans yeah, are he's, done shooting for Brady then. I would yeah, guess. Yeah, that puts him out of the Brady thing. And uh, it kind of gives – so if, if Ryan Tannehill can get $30 million or what, $29 million a year off of eight decent games last year, I think that makes Dak Prescott walk into his meeting with Jerry Jones going, yeah, no, you're getting me $35, 40000000 million. Probably, probably going to go with $40 million plus is what he's going to go for. Well, he's not getting that it. meeting now, right? Because he just got tagged. He got franchise Did he get tagged. tagged? Did it yeah. Happen? Well, I thought I thought it meant they were going to tag him. Once I saw that Tannehill contract, yeah, they're going to have to really. Which he might go out and do this all over again, and then he's yeah. making himself even more money. Because can I say I hate up. the franchise tag? I don't know why that's that. Like that should have been the the thing that the players got out of the CBA. Is the franchise tag feels like so disadvantageous to the players because Dak is worth. A lot of money for a long time because he's earned it, and and he's locked now into a one year contract where if he gets hurt and maybe you know loses his ankle altogether, then uh, he like gets he, nothing. Like he misplaced it. Like it's gone. It. Yeah, he left it under the bed, and and he showed up without <laughs> it, and and he's off. He's out of the NFL now. You know so. Well, and the the way the place I don't like the franchise tag is where it kind of gets guys screwed is Anthony Judon, who plays for the uh, basically an edge rusher for the Ravens. But he played, I think, eighty percent of snaps at outside linebacker standing up, and like seven or like twenty percent of the snaps is a hand in the dirt DN. Ah, uh, and they the tagged Jimmy him Graham as a rule. DN. Yeah, yeah, they tagged him as a DN, which saved him like seven mil- six million dollars. Yeah, because an edge rusher makes a lot more as an outside linebacker than those DNs do. So some of it has some crap to it, where you're like, God, that just seems like you're really screwing the player on that. Uh, yeah. Speaking of Jimmy Graham, he keeps finding a way to make money. He got a $16 million deal to go to the Bears, $8 million a year. I, 
don't understand how – I mean, I don't think Jimmy Graham's awful, but somehow he keeps getting these close to $10 million a year contracts, and I haven't seen him be that productive since his Saints days. I mean, I mean Chicago likes white guys, um, and also Trubisky, <laughs> I guess, needs an old basketball player to show him what's what. I don't know. I don't um, know. Byron Jones from the Cowboys became the highest paid corner over at the Dolphins. He left the Cowboys to go play for the Dolphins. <laughs> yeah, Cowboys uh, and wow, did that did that surprise you? I mean, because he's good, and I wanted the Cowboys to keep him, but for seventeen mil a year, I'd have let him go, wouldn't you? Well, I so Byron Jones is an interesting case where if you look at his numbers, like he's one of, if not the best corner in the game, just as far as like no the passes do not get completed against him. His passer rating against is really good. But he doesn't really he doesn't get any of the flashy stuff. He's not getting interceptions. He doesn't get pick sixes at all. Like he doesn't do anything crazy to where you don't see him on the highlights. But if you probably if if you were someone who watched the All Twenty Two, I think, which I don't think any of us watched that much of the All Twenty Two, you'd probably be like, oh my god, this guy's great. But he just doesn't do the stuff that gets you paid often. But I, and the thing that's really safe about Byron Jones making a lot of money pops is he kind of came into the league playing free safety. So even if he diminishes athletically. Yeah, Over the course of his contract, they can move him to safety, and he's still very, very good at safety. The old yeah, Madden so, 2008 yeah. Ty Law The old move. Ty Law. LJ knows <laughs> back in the day, as soon as he starts losing some points, you just move him over to safety, and he's still like a 98 overall. <laughs> um, uh, other big news, I, I, it kind of looks like the, the Tom Brady sweepstakes. is. It didn't get – we still don't know where he's going, but with Tannehill signing that deal, the Titans are now out of that contract or out of that those sweepstakes. I read somewhere – do you guys know more – did Garopp, did San Francisco say they pulled out basically, and they're sticking? I, I don't know how seriously they. It might have just been rumors that they. Would I think San Francisco was just playing to see what happened. Um, and yeah, it does seem like they. I don't know that I've seen officially that they're out, but it does seem like they're not. They're not having those conversations as much as they used to be. So I don't know. Do you do you know who the teams are that are still like really active? I hear the Buccaneers. The Buccaneers are very interested. I don't know how serious he would be. In who are anybody but Jameis over there in Tampa uh, Bay? I guess. I still I don't know how serious it is, but I think John Gruden and the Raven or in the Raiders really want to make a run at him. Um, and I don't know if there's many other teams. I think that's the Chargers. A lot of people are connecting the Chargers to to Tom Brady, but I don't know how serious. It kind of comes down to how serious would he actually? Are we just connecting these dots because this is a team who doesn't have a quarterback? Or are we connecting these dots because Tom Brady really would be interested in going there? That's, well, I mean, I you know. said the Raiders, and that's not a team that doesn't have a quarterback. It may be a quarterback that a lot of people don't totally believe in, but they've got a quarterback, you know. So. Well, and most people are connecting those dots just because it seems like there's been this weird thing with Derek Carr and John Gruden where he doesn't fully buy into yeah. Derek Carr. I agree with that. And it does seem that way. But I have know. read a few people talk about the wild card in the bunch would be if all of a sudden, and I think we mentioned a little of this before we actually popped on the pod, but if – all of a sudden, a couple like a week goes by, and the, the negotiation is between like the Chargers and the Patriots, or the Patriots and the Bucks, and it's just a two-team race, and money's not that crazy. There's this owner that lives down in Texas yep. that likes making a splash, That's and he's true. obviously he's not willing to commit to Dak Prescott. Maybe you can trade a guy who's on the franchise day. You trade Dak Prescott and pay Tom Brady the two-year deal. You're still not committing like crazy money long term, and if you like publicity. I cannot think of a sports move that gets more God. publicity. Maybe LeBron to the Lakers, but other than that, yeah. I don't know more publicity than Tom Brady in Dallas. Like America's quarterback leading. to America's team. Yeah, you're right. Oh, that wow. would be that would be that's amazing. Leading literally every sports cast, every radio show, every podcast. The every evil league of week. evil rises again. I mean, like that would be intense. You're damn and you're right. Tom, and if you're Tom Brady, and you do, I don't know how much this is true, but if 
he is kind of wanting to stick it to the Patriots because the Patriots, he feels he's been underpaid there and they didn't help him out. If he were to go to Dallas, the Dallas Cowboys, and won the <laughs> Super Bowl there. That just, I, yeah. I don't know if it's anything I'm rooting for at all, but that would be, wow. I mean, that is a sports story. That'll be a, that's a 30 for 30 waiting to happen if it did. Well, and, and if he collapses, Jones it's still a, guy, a hell of a story. Just, yeah. And Jerry Jones is just a guy. I don't think you can rule it out as much as I don't think he should. You cannot rule it out. Jerry yeah. is Jerry. Mm. Yeah, I mean, you know when Charlie plays that uh, that uh, oil salesman as a wild card in Always Sunny, he's playing <laughs> yes. Jerry Jones is what he's yeah. doing. <laughs> Got a wild card. <laughs> um, is there any other uh, any other free agent notes or NFL notes y'all wanted to go touch on before? It looks I did see that as far as seasons goes, the NFL still plans. They're holding their draft. They're going to still hold the NFL draft, but do it televised. I don't know if anybody will even be there because Vegas is shut. Like MGM Grand in Vegas shut down in this coronavirus stuff. So I don't, I don't know. Oh, this is brilliant! No fans. Roger Goodell cannot be booed at the Whoa. draft. This will be the first time Roger Goodell like started years. the coronavirus. <laughs> <laughs> no, we but I will say, that weren't they talking about like doing a, a boat to get uh, players out to like the middle of to the, the Bellagio? Yeah, fountains. So, there was something. I mean, about where that. is there a safer place besides an, uh, an island? against diseases i mean zombies don't even go to islands so like they're safe out there (laughs) that's the move like they've got it figured out they were planning for this goodell knew this was coming i'm just saying well he he was trying to get rid of the booze yeah 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 Yeah, you're dead full disclosure full disclosure there's a lot of jokes being said right now. no one thinks roger goodell was in the lab (laughs) building the coronavirus um uh moving on from nfl news okay we mentioned off the top coronavirus is rocking the sports world we're not watching any sports unless you're watching reruns it is wild watching so saturday i was flipping through channels and it should have been a day full of conference tournament and conference championships oh man all over this weekend and sports are still on all reruns sec network showing reruns cbs is showing a rerun and espn showing reruns of old games like these teams these teams have no idea like these broadcasts don't know what to show like because they had planned to show all these sporting events and it's just not there yeah. One thing, so I want to ask what we're watching or what we're doing to kind of supplement our normal sports watching hours. What should be being aired right now, ESPN, let's go ahead and roll out that Michael Jordan doc. Let's roll it out early. You're not going to get any more, any more eyes. That last <laughs> dance or whatever it's called of that was the 96 season where they followed Michael Jordan around. It's like a 10-hour documentary. Sure. Cut into 10 episodes. If you roll it out right now, one oh, episode God. a week. Oh yeah, I'm telling you, I'd be all over the roof. What else are we yeah. watching? We're not watching any anything else. And you want to do it now because if you wait like three weeks, no one will be able to shell out for the app. But like, if you do it now, people still like have some income coming in. Now's the time. ESPN, do it. I, it's funny. I've seen I've seen a lot of people on Twitter calling for it, and I did see a commercial before ESPN. I, and I don't know, maybe I'm connecting dots that aren't there, but I felt like when ESPN was doing this commercial, they had a date like coming in June of 20 or something. And now the commercial just says coming soon. Hmm. So they I might don't be. Know. They might. I don't know if they're actually thinking about it, but there's like four editors sitting in, uh, you know, where Bristol or whatever right now, just working 24 seven to get this thing out. I bet you money. Because I, I, if you one, if if you have t, like if you have cable still, if you haven't cut the cord, you're gonna watch it. If it comes on, say Monday nights at seven p.m., you're gonna watch it recorded. <laughs> and if you don't have, and if you have cut the cord and you haven't already bought ESPN Plus, if you're saying you can, 
this documentary is going to be one like we haven't seen any footage of Michael Jordan in in this like it's never been seen. Yeah, people will shell out. LJ's right. If you do it now, before I realize, oh crap, I'm not getting paid for a month. I'll probably <laughs> spend that seven ninety nine for yeah. ESPN Plus. Yeah. Um, but what do you guys? I, we might not get that. But what do you guys? What have you done, pops, over the weekend? I mean, you've been kind of some, doing some self quarantining. What have you been doing to pass the time with uh, basketball? You you were probably planning on watching a lot of college hoops this weekend. Oh yeah, I was going to watch a lot of college hoops. Didn't do that. Uh, one thing I did, and this is just briefly, I went up and uh, I'm getting my boat ready to go fishing because you can kind of quarantine fishing. Yeah. So it's yeah, the I'll, boat theory. It's the it's NFL's the got it. <laughs> there you go. Zombies don't come across the water. So, so I, I did that, but mainly I watched the end of Jack Ryan. I don't know if y'all watch any of that on Amazon Prime. You know, with John, isn't that with John Jim Krasinski, from, uh, Yeah, yeah. The, the guy yeah. from the Office, I believe. Yeah, Jim yeah, Halpert from the Office. What is yeah. this? It's Jack Ryan. It's Tom Clancy's Jack oh, okay, Ryan. Cool. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. So it's Amazon. Yeah. Correct. It's on. It's yes. Amazon Prime. And it, it's pretty good. So I finished it, and we were kind of watching that. And, you know, Homeland's last season, or I think their final season came out. I think it's final season. But we kind of had to quit watching them together because they're similar type shows, and we'd get mixed up on all the intrigue from yeah. this one to the other yeah. one. So we sat down, and, uh, yeah. and we finished that. And what we rented a movie um, – what movie did we watch? We watched Jojo Rabbit, which would be interesting to talk about, by the way. I've heard that's good. Yeah. It's pretty interesting. Um, what did... Hell, it'll come to me in a minute, but we rented another movie. Uh, do you have any... Uh, Ford versus Ferrari. About, Ford versus or? Ferrari. That's what... It was Ford oh, versus okay. Ferrari. And, uh, okay. and it is a worthwhile watch. That was a... That was a... It was a good movie. It really okay. was. So that's what we did this weekend, is we just hunkered down and watched a lot of television. Great. Well, and I think... That that's kind of the what else are you gonna do? Just throw on some Netflix, throw on some HBO, throw on Amazon, Hulu, whatever you got. I would think the television channels, you know, in streaming would be they would love this. But I mean, they're gonna advert. They want they got to have advertisers, and we can't go out and buy anything to speak of. So I'm not sure exactly. Yeah, how but the you can get that impression, right? Like that's the point. It's not like McDonald's doesn't th- show advertisements, so you'll think, oh, I've never heard of this McDonald's. I'll go try it. It's so next time you're hungry, you think about a cheeseburger. Mercedes Benz yeah. is throwing out that ads for next time you want to buy a car, not for today. So there's yeah, still advertisers who are who are trying to appease you right now. So there's still some. Some money in that, but well, they're the winners. Said, I think they're the winners. So, yeah. L, you said that you uh, are not working for a few weeks. You got some time off. Yeah, I don't know I'm, what you're this weekend. What are you going to do with all this time off you got? You gonna- yeah, so I've got three weeks where I like literally can't do any of my jobs. Um, they're they're all just canceled for three weeks minimum. Um, so Hannah and I have decided that we're going to take this in stride and we're going to like try to make ourselves like better in one way or another. So uh, one of the things we're doing is we're going to watch a lot of movies together. Um, another thing I'm doing is I, I kind of got the itch. I'm going to learn Swahili. I've, I've gotten to the point where I can say Nini Mi Marikani. Uh, I'm an American. Um, I can also say Hakuna Matata and Rafiki, but those are uh, uh, for our different reasons. But uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, Swahili's, I can say those too, LJ. <laughs> yeah. Swahili is a dope language and I'm having fun learning it. Um, I'm also going to spend some time learning how to uh, to up my spreadsheet game because I want to start maybe trying to like I'm trying to learn a skill that I can sell. You know, while while I'm not making money, I want to learn a way to make some extra money. So uh, I'm going to start making these really cool spreadsheets that like maybe theaters can use and stuff like that. So, yeah, that's what I'm doing with my time is it's all about self-improvement. I want to read some books, too. I have like five or six books I need to finish. So me too. Read books. Self-improvement is on my list. times what's happening. Well, so something I thought could be fun. 
and we can either throw out some ideas or 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 I thought it could be cool. So everyone's in the same boat where they need to find something to kill some time. Yeah. And if you're a listener of the JPP, maybe usually we talk about you know the game from last weekend or or something. What if we watch an older or not necessarily older? It can be newer, but something where people can get their hands on it. So probably something streamable, but a movie like a very good movie. Yeah. And kind of get the homework to the, the to the watch to the listener out there to watch it too, and they can kind of go along with this. Is does that intrigue you guys at all? No, oh, yeah. Watch a movie and and recap it or talk about it. And- Absolutely. So review a, a good old movie. Yeah. Is there a movie you had in mind? So one I kind of thought would be fun is Pulp Fiction. I thought that could be really fun to do, but I don't think it's on Netflix anymore. So that kind of mm. kind of hurt me. That was on pops. I think LJ might be frozen. Well, he is, or he's looking at us sternly. (laughs) Well, he hasn't said anything either. No, I think he's froze up. Please excuse us while we solve some technical difficulties. Hello? Hey. Hey, there he is. Hey. All right. I exist again. So... We threw this idea out before, Pops, about maybe watching the movie together with the listeners and kind of recapping or talking about it or just, you know, having something to talk about the same way we would a big game. And did you, I think you might have wrote down a few on a list there? I do. I have a list of, I probably got 20, but I'm going to, I'm going to, oh my God, all of them. But. Yeah, I know, but I'm going to mention probably the top, I'm going to mention the top five, okay? And certainly okay. You, okay. you can come up with something else. And so some of them you'll know is on here. So one, No Country for Old Men. Okay. Solid. One. Uh, another one, Goodwill Hunting. Okay. The Godfather. Okay. Pulp Fiction. Okay. Or the Shawshank Redemption. So those. Okay. Those are. Probably, I will say, but but add any I others ha- you want. I have never seen Shawshank Redemption. What? I know and that, it is on Netflix. That's crazy. That's crazy that you haven't seen. Shawshank. That is wild. So that that might be up there for possibilities because it's one of those. It's one of the, we talked about this before where sometimes you just. For whatever reason, you didn't watch it, and then now you just feel like everyone's seen it and you hadn't. And I don't know why I haven't seen it. There's no. It's not like I don't want to see it. Right. You have a reason. Fun for it. fact: Do you know who wrote the Shawshank Redemption? I do not. I have a guess. You do not. Do you know LJ? I think I'm almost certain. It, is it Stephen it's King? Kind of. It's not Stephen King. It's Stephen King. Is it yes, really? It is. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Which is a little out of character for him. Yeah. You know? Oh, it's definitely but, not a uh, Stephen King style. But but the dude's prolific. That's one of the things about Stephen King is if you wanted to read his books, I mean, you need two lifetimes. So yeah, um, he's written everything. Um. So L, did you have yeah any others thought on those, or did you have some you want to throw out? Or <laughs> God dang it! Please excuse us while we solve some technical difficulties. for Stefan Diggs. If David Johnson is anywhere back to where he was, what, a couple years ago? I mean, it's not. Oh, I don't know. He just didn't play hardly at all last year, so I don't know. Yeah, I mean, he was he was a non-factor last year. That's, that is a fact. Davion Clowney signs a four-year, $87 million contract with the New York Giants. Oh, wow. I mean, what do you think, Kev? Should we just wrap it up? I don't know. I kind of, he was supposed to answer with this. Well, shit. Kevin, he just said, I guess we should shut it up. Yeah, he just said finish. I thought 
thought that's what you were talking about. Yeah, that's what I was no, talking about. I just, I just got it, so I, I was saying that on my own. All right, I think, Pops, as you mentioned, Shawshank Redemption just seems like the obvious choice, mainly because I don't know how I haven't seen it, but two, like I was looking on IMDb, I think it's like in there for top five movies of all time. It's great. And it's and it's on Netflix, so it's very accessible for a, a large portion of the audience. So for all the JPP listeners out there, Go out, we're going to watch Shawshank Redemption either over the course of this week or weekend, along with probably a lot of other shows and movies, because what else are you going to do while nothing else is on? And uh, we're going to come back and kind of break it down next week. So do it with us, be here with us. We're going to see. Now, we are uh, novices to the, to the film industry, so there's no telling what this uh, breakdown is going to be like. But uh, Yeah, but it'll be fun. Yeah, it'll be some fun stuff. Instead of breaking down Tom Brady winning another Super Bowl, we're going to break down Stephen King's novel turned into a film, The, the Shawshank Redemption. Isn't Morgan Freeman in there, Pops? Morgan Freeman, Tim Robbins. It's great. It's such a good movie. Yes, yes. Well, I'm already pumped. I'm already pumped to see it. We've already, we're, we're going to watch it next week, and then we will be here back to talk about it with you guys. Before we let the, the, the peeps go, Pops, do you want to, can you get, tell them if they need to, you know, beef up their home security? I think you, you got a guy, don't you? Don't you I got a guy. That? If you want to beef up your home security, simply go, do you see how I did that? Simply go to simplysafe.com slash team. You'll get free shipping and a 60 day risk free trial. You got nothing to lose. Go now and be sure you go to simplysafe.com slash team. That's simplysafe.com slash team all right that will do it for another week of the just press play podcast make sure you're out there if you're out there self-quarantine hopefully you are if you're staying at home of keeping in mind with the social distancing maybe go throw on some old jpp pods there's there's some there's some oldies but goodies some gems in there man (laughs) yeah there's there's some oldies but goodies and make sure you're being smart wash your damn hands and let's get over this coronavirus together we will we'll make it happen so pops i will see you next week. Peace. Peace.